Hello, everyone, and welcome to CVU Quantum Radio Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with your host, Claudia Pareco. Karmic Astrology is presented by Explore Astrology with Susan Reynolds. She has worked as a karmic astrologer for the last 35 years. Karmic Astrology traces the soul's evolution from past lives into the current life, setting the stage for a great journey of free choice and disincarnation. Look at your past, present, and future with Karmic Astrology. Astrologer and intuitive healer Susan Reynolds speaks astrology as a language of life, a positive, living, and a breathing language of human possibility. Before each reading, Susan meditates upon the chart in question and sees visions of that person's past lives and how they are impacting her current life. During her show, Susan has pre-selected some callers for different types of readings. If time allows, she will take additional live callers. If you want to be considered for your future show with Susan, please go to www.charlotteview.net, look for Susan Reynolds under our monthly shows tab, and fill out the request. Susan lives in the Charlotte, North Carolina area and attends various fairs and events. To find out locations or contact Susan Reynolds outside of the show, please go to her website, www.exploreastrology.com. Com. Tune in Mondays and Fridays to see View and listen to all our shows. Go to charlotteview.net and look on their monthly shows. Find our podcast directory and listen to us live or on demand. Now, let's find out what is coming up in the stars and who are the lucky callers of the day. This is your producer, Claudia Pureco, and I'm just so happy to be here with your host, Susan Reynolds. We are getting a lot of calls right now, and I appreciate all of the people that are calling the show to be part of it. So, while we're going to bring Susan to the show, so she can let us know a little bit of where she's going to be available for you to have a um, in-person reading with Susan or to get into her workshops that she's doing and all of that. So let's bring Susan to the show and say hello to her. And while she explained that, I'm going to go behind the scenes and start getting names. So make sure you press number one, which says you want to be part of today's show. And thank you again for your interest. And Susan, welcome to see you. Hey, Claudia. It's always fun. I love getting to talk to people I would not otherwise get to meet. And it's just always an adventure because you never know what's going to happen on live radio. (laughs) I will say that um, November 
is promising to be a very exciting month. Astrologically speaking, there is all kinds of activity in the sky. There are planets turning from one direction to the other, planets changing signs. Some planets are moving forward, some are moving backwards. It promises to be a busy and exciting month. And I'm having a busy and exciting month. I just am finishing up a beginning astrology class for the spiritual student, and that finishes this week. And because some of the students have enjoyed it so much and they want to continue, I'm talking to them about putting together a course for intermediate astrology for the spiritual student. And I'll be doing that face-to-face here in Charlotte sometime in the next month or two. And you can check that out on my website. I'll keep everybody posted on what's going on. My goal next year is to be able to offer online astrology classes that you can take from my website because I love astrology and I love sharing it with everybody. And when I see somebody's eyes light up or they get it, that is just the best feeling to me. So um, keep watching my website and I will keep everybody posted as to what I'm doing. This coming week, today's Monday, right? This coming Saturday, I will be in Huntersville, North Carolina, doing an all-day show at the Comfort Suites Inn in Huntersville, North Carolina, and it is called Enlighten Up. And there are going to be readers there, spiritual healers there, vendors will be there. It is free admission, free parking, and it goes from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., So be sure to stop by and have a mini reading with me. And I like doing mini readings because when I do that, people who maybe couldn't afford a full reading or even don't need a full reading can stop by, have an appointment, sit down, and sometimes that's all they need and they can get that a fraction of the cost. So the next week, right after that, on November 10th, I will be in Greenville, South Carolina. I will be part of the Awakenings metaphysical fair that is going to be taking place in Greenville. And it will be at the Hilton Garden Inn and Greenville. And it, too, goes from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And as far as I know, there is free admission and free parking. So if you can't get to North Carolina, I will be in South Carolina in two weeks. So be sure to stop by. And if that's not enough, on the 11th of November, I will be at the Bag Lady here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And they are going to have a smaller group of readers and healers and energy workers appearing there and being part of their store for the day. Well, I was going to say for the day, but it's really from 12 to 5. So if you are in the Charlotte area, go to the Bag Lady. The address is 1516 East 4th Street here in Charlotte. And in addition to having readers and healers there, they have all kinds of spiritual books. They have crystals. They have gemstones. They have different kinds of candles, different kinds of decks. They have a wonderful children's area. There are clothes. I mean, this shop is one-stop shopping. It has it all. So I will be there doing readings on the 11th. And after that, I'm going to take a break for the rest of November because I have a feeling I'm going to be Tired. So that's where I'll be appearing in person in November. But please check out my website because every month at the beginning of the month, I put down free predictions for all the signs. And you don't have to join anything or pay anything. It's just my way of giving back. And if you're on my mailing list, in November, I'll be sending out free information on the new moon and the full moon 
for November. And if you, it does, does not cost anything. And if you are not on my mailing list and would like to be, just go to my website and send me your email address and I will add you and send the information to you. Regardless, every morning I get up and I post on my Facebook page. That is Explore Astrology with Susan Reynolds. And I talk about where the moon is going to be that day. Today the moon is in Cancer, and I've already posted for today about what the moon is going to be doing and uh, how that might affect you. Because many people will stop by and tell me, oh, knowing where the moon was made such a difference, or oh my God, I can't believe this or that happened, and it was using the energy you talked about. So many times just knowing where the moon is can give us a big edge on our day. So if you haven't looked at that yet, I encourage you to do so because, again, it's completely free. I try to balance my livelihood with sharing whatever gifts I have with the world. And so you can check out my website. You can check out my Facebook page. You can sign up for my free newsletter. So there's a lot of ways that you can enjoy astrology. Maybe not as much as I do because it's hard to believe anybody could, Mm -hmm. but maybe as much as maybe a lay person can. So what we're going to do today is we're going to start to talk about some of the things that are going on in November because there's bukus of stuff happening. So I'm going to talk a little bit about one of the changes happening. Then I'm going to ask Claudia to bring in a caller. We'll see what's going on with them. Then I'm going to switch back to doing a little bit of what's going on, then back to the caller. And we'll just kind of switch it up today and go back and forth between individual people and general information. And then at the very end of the show, I always do the sign of the month. And this month it's November, and the sign of the month is Scorpio. Deep, dark, mysterious Scorpio. So be sure to stop in and keep listening till the end of the show to see what is going on with Scorpio and what they're like. So all of that said, I am super excited to be able to get to tell you I have been looking forward to November for months because on November 9th, well, technically on the 8th, but you know, officially on the 9th, we are going to have Jupiter change signs for the first time in a year. And it is going to change from the intensity of Scorpio into the lightness and brightness of Sagittarius. And this is a big deal. Chances are this change in sign is going to affect everybody on some level somewhere in their chart. Now, I'm excited about this. I think this is a good change. Scorpio is very intense. It's very emotional. It's very extreme. So a lot of us have been dealing with very deep emotions, sometimes not easy or comfortable emotions. And yes, we all need to go there. Sometimes we just need to dig down and see what's hiding there and lift it up to the light of day. Now, that's not always comfortable, but ultimately that is healing. But now, as Jupiter is changing gears and moving into a new sign, Sagittarius is everything that Scorpio is not. Scorpio is is mysterious and maybe a bit dark, where Sagittarius is light and bright, and what you see is what you get. And if you have any Sagittarius friends, then chances are sometimes they're going to blurt out something that they have to go back and go, oh, I didn't mean it that way, or oh, no, you misunderstood, I meant to say, because they are not necessarily mysterious. They are all about the truth. They are all about lifting up to a higher energy. If you know any Sagittarians, I will tell you flat out, they do not like any kind of deception. They are very clear, you know, sometimes a little bit too clear. But as this energy shifts and moves, it is going to be a very positive thing for the fire signs. 
because Sagittarius is a fire sign. So Sag and Aries and Leo are all going to benefit from this. So I see a new wave of energy coming in. Sagittarius is also the sign that rules our legal system. And gee, what has just happened? We have just had the Kavanaugh hearings televised on on every station. I am so not surprised. So we are looking at lots of this Sagittarius shift already start to come up. Sag is a lovely sign. Like all the signs, it has its high side, it has its low side, and it is going to be here for a year. When Jupiter moves into a new sign, it stays there for a year. And it gives us that long a period of time to be able to take the best of what it has to offer and to use it in its most positive, uplifting way. Sag has a lot to do with learning, knowledge, wisdom, education. Many of you are thinking about going back to school or getting a new degree or signing up for some kind of additional training. A lot of you are thinking about writing a book, sharing what you know with other people. Sagittarius rules publishing. So we are going to start to see some things come up in this area, both on a personal level and absolutely in the world as we see it. I would look for some issues with education to start to come up. And this may be things about school loans or maybe Congress passes some bills that starts to look at the issue of student loans or financing college or we may see some colleges make some major shifts in their criteria or in their curriculum. We may even see smaller colleges go under or some colleges focus on one thing or another. But I would definitely say look for changes and shifts in education to be part of this new energy that's coming up. This is a very um, bold energy. It's not quiet. It's not hiding in the dark. So I'm going to be talking about this more and more, uh, especially on my website as we get into November. So if you don't necessarily have checked out my website before, check it out now, and I'll be writing about this shift of Jupiter going into Sagittarius. So, okay, all that said, Claudia, who is our first caller of the day? So we're going to bring Nancy. She is in California, and she is a Leo. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Susan. How are you doing? I am doing good. I have your chart right here, and I definitely see a few changes and shifts in what's going on. Is there a particular area that you're interested in? Yeah, well, um, I've had a lot of setbacks in the last six months uh, where health-wise and responsibilities and even my computer broke down to the point where I couldn't save any information that I stored. So I'm starting over again. And I'm just curious if you see anything maybe positive coming up or, you know, what I need to look forward to. Okay. Well, number one, um, well, it's still there, but um, for last several months, Jupiter has been in Scorpio, and it has been in an area of your chart that does have a strong healing and health component to it. And so sometimes this can indicate um, a surgery or a procedure that needs to take place or some sort of physical um, situation that gets intense enough to the point you can't ignore it anymore. Right. So, 
Okay, so I'm not a bit surprised that this has been coming up. And it's not coming up to punish you or or to hurt you. It's coming up ultimately so you can take care of it and heal it. The good news, which is what you're going to like, is what I just (laughs) mentioned about on November 8th, Jupiter is going to change signs. And when it does that, and that's like, what, 10 days away from now? As it does that, a couple of things are going to start to happen. For you, that's the first layer. And I think you're going to start to notice your mood improving. You know, Sagittarius is is very bubbly and optimistic. And so I think you're going to start to see, you know, some of this um, very intense feelings start to lighten up a bit. It's like, oh, okay, I'm going to be all right. Life is going to be okay. So that's the first layer that comes up. What I also like is at the end of November, on November 28th, that planet is then going to shift from the house that it has been in of all of this intense energy and this healing energy, and it is going to move into a new place in your chart. And the place that it moves into is one that I was just talking about. It is about education. It is about learning and study. It is also about travel. Are you planning any trips coming up soon? I am looking forward to traveling. I love traveling, and that was something in the plan of the future. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I think the future is coming a little quicker than you might think. Because oh, on November 28th, that planet comes in. And it is going to be there for a year in your chart. So not only do I think you're traveling, you may be traveling to more than one place or more than one trip. Um, on November 3rd, which, you know, is right around the corner. What is that next week? Might it be that? No, I think that's next week, Saturday. So on November 3rd, Mercury is also going to change signs and positions in your chart, and it is also going to enter this area of travel and this area of ideas. So I definitely see something that felt stuck. It starts to open up, and you may have more than one offer to travel somewhere. And some of this travel may not be going to to Europe or to the Far East. It may be traveling somewhere for a weekend workshop or you and a group of friends, um, you know, decide to check out some seminar in a nearby state, which is drivable. There are going to be, I think, multiple offers of travel. And you're the one who knows your financial situation and what works for you and what doesn't. But these come as opportunities, Nancy. So I think you get to say yes or no. You get to decide on do you want to go. But astrologically speaking, it looks really good for saying yes and going. I'll put it that way. Oh, great. What I absolutely love is that in December – This Jupiter comes in, and it really touches and activates both your sun and your moon. And you have both of those in a fire sign. So as this comes in, I think it's really going to lift you up. I think it's going to give you more confidence. I think it's going to give you more energy, both on the physical level and on the mental level. You know, a lot of what you've been going through has been very heavy work mentally, And sometimes, even if you're doing nothing but sitting in a chair, you may find yourself saying, I'm so tired, I'm so worn out kind of thing, because your mind and spirit have been dealing with so much. And as that starts to shift, I think you start to notice that physically. You may say, oh, I have more energy today, or oh, I'm not a couch potato, or oh, yeah, let's go do that. There's a sense of excitement that is associated with this that I absolutely love. 
Now, oh. I will yeah, I will say there's more going on than just that. But that's pretty yeah. nice. So that's a good thing. I will say that this year you have had Saturn up here at the top of your chart in Capricorn. And that's a very powerful place for Capricorn um, because that's its home. And some of this has been coming in. I don't know if you have had a job change this year or you'd like a job change because I will say that uh, some of this energy with Saturn is really going on through the end of December and the beginning of January, and it's bringing in some changes. Now, if you're retired or no longer working outside the home, right. then the home becomes your job, so to speak. That's where you're living, and that's where it would show up in your chart. So there may be some changes going on in your home. This can be a, an adult child coming back to live with you for a while. This can be, oh, the roof needs replacing, or, oh, turns out I need all new plumbing. Or, you know, this is something about being responsible about home and family. So that's not always a fun thing. Now, if you decide to sell your home and become a homeowner or you've been renting and decide to become a homeowner for the first time, then that's a positive way of using that responsibility. Responsibility does not always mean negative. We just don't always jump up and down when somebody tells us we're going to have a new responsibility. So there could be some changes going on here in the home. And that may be a little stressful for you, to be quite honest, because I don't really see that finishing up until early January. But if there are things you've been wanting to do, if you've been wanting to landscape the yard, replace the carpet, get new windows, or what have you, this is a good time to do it and to make those changes. Now, you wouldn't be doing it lightly. This is not fluffy. It's not about, oh, let me get some new curtains and this is the best decorative pillow ever. You know, This is a little bit more solid. This is about making structural changes or remodeling the kitchen or something that may you know, take some effort. That sure makes you, sense. Okay. <laughs> um, you may also, hang on a minute, I'm looking at this. You want to make sure to stay balanced in your thinking. I see the Saturn coming in here and touching base with a planet that deals with our ideas and our thoughts. And Saturn is not exactly a glass half full planet. We need it, but it's not always, you know, jumping up and down. So you may tend to be a little bit more negative in your thinking. You win a million dollars and your thought is, oh, now I'm going to be in a new tax bracket. You know, you want to make sure that you're staying balanced in your thinking. And that's something you have control over to some degree. If you find yourself, you know, oh, this doesn't work, that doesn't work, you can just say, you know what, remember what Susan said. Think about something good and positive that is working in your life. This is a really nice energy between now and the end of the year for making plans, for investigating things. If there's any changes you want to make or something you want to do, you know, get on the computer, you know, Start over, start investigating, take notes, make your plans for 2019. This is actually a really good time to be doing that. So it's not all bad. The The part that I think has been bothering you the most is on its way out and getting ready to move. And I think you're going to start feeling better. I'll also tell you, you've had Mars stuck in this area of low energy for months. It's it's not a bad place. I, I should... 
love all the placements equally, but we all have the ones we <laughs> like and the ones we don't. So um, when Mars goes here, I like it because it's a very metaphysical place. It's a very spiritual place. And so I can use that energy in my daily life very well. But it is also not very energetic. It's like the planet that is giving you physical energy just went on vacation with no forwarding address. So you have felt physically more tired and exhausted and mentally more discouraged. That is going to change and that is going to shift, but not until December. But that's, you know, that's 4 weeks away. That is right that's around awesome. the corner. Specifically on, hang on, I'm looking at the specific date. On December 28th, that is going to change and it's going to shift. And you're going to be amazed at the difference in your attitude and the difference in your energy. So you go into January full of vigor and you're ready to go and feeling much, much better. So I'm glad oh. that I can see some good things coming up for you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. And everything you, every point that you, um, described is what I'm going through, everything. I mean, even the house thing, we're, we're going to renovate all sorts of things, plumbing, and oh. everything. And Fun, yeah, isn't it? That is coming <laughs> up, and the traveling, how much I want to travel, and uh, maybe go into seminars, and I mean, everything. So thank you. Well, <laughs> I hate that you're, you're in California, because I'd say come over here and pop in. But um, they have lots of very good seminars in California. So mm-hmm. find your, your travel buddy and get going because I think a lot oh, of yeah. very nice energies are coming up for you. Oh, well, thank you so much, Susan. It was beautiful. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. My pleasure. Okay. Well, we have some other callers, but we're going to switch back to November and some of the things that are happening uh, for this month coming up. One of the things I know everybody is going to give a collective groan about is that on November 16th, Mercury is going to go retrograde. I know. I'm sorry. I can't make it not do that. Um, it is going to go retrograde on November 16th, and it's going to stay that way until December 5th. So when Mercury goes retrograde, it means that it appears that the planet is going backwards. It's not really doing that, but from the Earth, it appears like the planet is moving backwards, retrograde motion. When we have something in retrograde, think of the reports. You have to redo something. You have to regenerate something. You know, it's about going back over things. So old problems can resurface. Because the planet is Gemini and that deals with communication, we can have blips on the radar in terms of our computer, our cell phone, mail that doesn't get delivered, receipts that are wrong, you know, statements that get lost. Make copies of everything, document everything, you know, use a follow-up, you know, email per our conversation, you're going to do this, I'm going to do that. I will say just take names, take dates, make sure you're covered. People don't necessarily like it when Mercury is retrograde because we live in a fast-paced society. You know, it's very upsetting to us if our cell phone doesn't work or our car has a boo-boo or, you know, like Nancy just said, loses computer information kind of thing. So this is where you need to make sure you're taking precautions. You know, put everything in a flash drive, back things up, that type of thing. But people forget that Mercury retrograde is good for certain things. It is a great time to slow down, to take stock of something. It's a wonderful time to deepen your meditation. The mind is working in a different way, and it's more receptive. 
So try different meditation techniques. Try different times of techniques. This can be a time when you connect with higher energies in a different way. It's, you know, for a lot of people, it's a good time to go get a reading or talk to an intuitive, something like that, because you're more receptive. So it's not a bad energy, but I'd be lying if I didn't say it can be annoying sometimes. I'm trying to see the high side of all the planets, but I've got to tell you, I have had my Mercury retrograde moments, but I handled them because I did exactly what I'm telling all of you to do. I was proactive. I did everything I could to minimize anything that might come up, and most of all, I was patient. When we have these boo-boos, we need to slow down. If we have a glitch in our computer, we need to slow down. So this is a good time for kind of kicking back a little bit. If you have client appointments, double-check everything. Call, leave messages. Make sure that you are clear. Because so, sometimes there's just a miscommunication, and what you're saying is not what somebody else is hearing. So if that happens, you can roll your eyes and just go back over it and understand it's part of the energy and be patient with it. So, okay, so you all know November 16th through December 5th, that is a Mercury retrograde period, and we are all going to get through that just fine. So if you're buying Christmas gifts during that period of time, make sure you keep receipts, you fill out your warranty cards or whatever, you know, that you have some sort of documentation or you know what they said, you know, allow for glitches and, oh, it'll be here by December 1st and it's not, make sure you keep tracking numbers, all those kinds of things. So, okay, Claudia, switching back to callers, who have we got next? So now we have um, Janika from Georgia, and she is a Leo. Hey, Janika. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? I am good. What part of Georgia are you in? I'm in um, Atlanta. Okay, I just came back from Atlanta last month. Mm Mm-hmm. And I may be in Atlanta again in December. I'm sort of okay. um, talking to somebody, working, seeing what we could work out. Okay. I'm, I'm having a little difficulty hearing you, oh, so sorry. I'm going to ask you. That's okay. Uh, okay. What is it in particular that you are asking about, or could use some information with? Okay, I'm in a relationship with a woman, a loving relationship, and it's been about a year now, and I really do love her, and I know it's a deeper connection, and I was wondering what is that connection. Well, when you say deeper connection, to me, that really sort of spells past life connection. And many times, not always, when we meet somebody that has a past life connection with us, we have an immediate sense of recognition or some sort of very powerful emotional feeling. And sometimes that just means, oh, I've met my, I hate to use the S word, soulmate, and we're going to live happily ever after. But sometimes that's meeting somebody that we have something to work out with. Meeting somebody that we have a past life connection with does not automatically mean, you know, sipping champagne, eating strawberries, and gazing into each other's eyes. There can be issues to work out. When I look at your chart here, and I'm looking at past life issues, I have to smile because I can see other lifetimes in which love 
and romance especially were super, super important to you. You have your moon placed in such a way that once again in this lifetime, there is a very strong emphasis here on romance, on love and on romance and, you know, making sure that you're with somebody. This is not a chart that really likes being alone or likes being single. You're one of these charts that really connects with other people and wants to do that. I will say going from probably December, but may even November if you're sensitive enough, um, but probably starting around December and going from December through, hang on a minute, March of 2019, this is really going to bring up a lot of relationship energy for you. It doesn't mean it's bringing it up in a bad way. It may be that you and your partner have just kind of been going along and everything's been, you know, sort of um, bopping along with not much thought. But as this Jupiter shift comes in and it starts to pick up speed and it becomes stronger and stronger in your chart, it's really bringing up relationship issues. I think between December and March, you and the woman that you're in love with or in a partnership with are really going to be sitting down having that that talk about where is this going. And it doesn't matter if you've been together for 10 years or 20 years or, or just met or whatever, because this is about what do we both want from this relationship? How do we get it? How do we help each other? What are my needs? You know, this is, it's not negative and it's not difficult. It's actually very joyful. You know, one or both of you may be thinking about proposing or getting married if you're not already married. This can really bring a relationship up to the next level. And so it's a very strong energy and it is smack dab, kind of almost in your face, you know, between now and March. I will say a lot of this year, has been very emotional for you. I don't know what has been going on. Uh, I don't know if there's some particular situation that you may have been struggling with, but there's a, almost a sense of discouragement a little bit happening now. And it's been much more emotional than usual for you these you know, maybe past six or eight months. But I will say in January, this planet is coming out from behind a curtain and it is coming front and center. And even though I said I think this starts for you in December, it becomes much more powerful in January. And those first three months of the year, January, February, March, I think you two are talking about the future together. And I think that's a, a positive thing. You know, you are feeling more confident. You are feeling more ready to move forward in areas of your life that you've been wanting to for a while. So this can be making changes, but it can be making good changes. It looks like there may also be, I know you didn't ask about this, but November, December, especially, look positive to me in terms of money and finance. So maybe there's a special Christmas present coming your way or somebody gives you something that might be worth, you know, a nice amount of money or there could be a year-end bonus depending on what you do for a living. So this can be very positive in terms of dollars and cents uh, for November and December. And then love, love, love all over the place for January, February, and March. I'm also going to say, now, I'm not trying to get too personal, but I'm looking at something in your chart, and I'm going to ask you and, and the 
with your romantic partner. Are you living together now? Yes, we are. Okay. Because it looks like it's in January. There may be some some bumps in the road there in terms of the home. Um, maybe your rent goes up if you're renting. Maybe the home needs some repairs if if you're living together. Maybe you know somebody's you know um, child wants to come live with them, or or an in-law you know wants to come over and stay for a while. And there's we will just say there is discussion about that, <laughs> um, forceful discussion. So be prepared for that. I would say. January looks a little bumpy, but February, March, it's fine. Things calm down and you're good to go. So make sure that you're taking care of whatever you need to around the house or with the home. But I see the two of you moving forward those first 90 days of the year into what kind of relationship are we going to have. It almost feels like it's bringing it to some kind of culmination. Are you two already talking about marriage? Well, uh, I have, but I feel like she's a little afraid to come out to her family. So I don't know, maybe maybe she'll have a change of heart. I'm not for sure. Sometimes she's kind of hard to read because she's an Aquarius. So. Okay. Well, that may be the bumpy January kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I will say um, I see you more than ready to move forward, and I definitely see a lot happening in those first 90 days. So I will be patient with her, you know, through November and December. And and you're feeling this energy now, even though officially it's not here until later. But then around the new year, you know, and she may bring it up herself. And so, yeah, your chart is the one getting activated about this, and I don't have her chart in front of me. But, yeah, I think you two move forward to the next step in your relationship. So, so I hope she, that helps a little may, bit. Yes, so she may come out. Well, she may bring up marriage to me. Yes, she may. Okay. Good. Thank you for calling, Shanika. Good luck. Let us know uh, what happens. <laughs> I <laughs> we always want also, to know the end of the story, right? <laughs> I know. You get this little snippet and this, you know, very narrow view, and then you never hear and you never know. So, yeah, I like that. I will also mention that um, as far as what is going on in November, we have Venus in Libra finally turning direct on November 16th. So from October 5th through November 15th, Venus has been retrograde. And remember what I said about redoing and going back over old things. So during these last few weeks, many of you may have been hearing from old boyfriends and old girlfriends, and and a bit of love has been stalled because the planet of love is not moving forward. And, you know, this is absolutely applying to our last caller. I wouldn't even bring this up until January, and everything's going to feel stuck until November 15th. And then on November 15th, Venus gets its energy back, takes a deep breath, and starts to move forward once again. And so everybody's love life seems to start to you know, pick up, or love issues seem to get resolved, and things are not left hanging or uncertain. So that starts to to go ahead. And I like that. I like it when Venus is moving forward much better than when Venus is is moving retrograde. And right now and for the month of November, Venus is in Libra, which is an air sign. And so all the air signs, Libra, Aquarius, 
and Gemini are all air signs. And so after November 15th, they may be thinking more about love and they may be ready to make decisions or ready to take action or ready to discuss because, boy, air signs love to talk things out and they love to have have mental dialogue with somebody. You know, you have to remember all the air signs have a very strong desire and need to communicate with somebody. And so Venus does not move in to Scorpio until December. And so I'll be talking about that on next month's show. And I will say in November's show, I'm going to have psychic medium Ed Carlton on the show with me as a guest, and the two of us are just going to tag team all of the callers and see what we both get. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. But through all of November, Venus is going to stay in Libra, and it's going to start to move direct after the 15th. Not only can this affect love, but it can affect money, because Venus has a, a monetary vibe to it that a lot of people forget sometimes. And so spending may change. Or, you know, Venus loves what is pretty and wants things that are elegant and lovely and beautiful. So you may be wrecking a budget or have talked yourself out of buying something that after the 15th, you're like, no, 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 I think I can afford that and pull out that credit card. So be aware. You know, I'm sure retailers are going to love it that Venus is direct for the last half of November and all of December. But you're the one in charge of your pocketbook, so make sure you are aware of what you're spending and that you really want that and need that and the price is right. So, okay, who else have we got, Claudia? Okay, so we're going to New York with Keisha, and she's a Capricorn. Hey, Keisha. Hi, hello, thanks. Well, I love New York because that's where I grew up. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I, I don't. <laughs> you don't? How could you not love New York? The theater, the no. food. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> oh, but, well, it's different for me because I get to go and, yeah. visit and see friends and yeah. have fun. And, you know, I'm not on the yeah. subway every day. And, yeah, so I yeah. get to good New York. <laughs> yeah. R- rodent paradise. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So I have got your chart here in front of me, and okay. what can I help you with, or what would you like information on? Definitely love and career. Okay. Both? Oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at this, and I'm going to tell you uh-huh. something you're probably not going to like. And I could uh-huh. be wrong. I mean, uh-huh. I'm just an astrologer. I'm not the voice of God, you know? So... Um, People will ask me and say, well, can't you do something about fixing that? And I'm like, no, because I can't pick the planets out of the sky and put them in a better place for you. And I want to say, that's where the real money is. I'll fix that situation. But I will say there's a stressful situation here or a challenging Mm -hmm. situation around work Mm -hmm. and career. It may feel very blocked right now. So it's not that you're not doing anything. You're a Capricorn. They don't take their career lightly or for granted. You know, they're on it. But, you know, this planet just keeps bumping up against this block every time it tries to move, every time it tries to do something, which means that you're probably getting more and more frustrated. Like, why is this not fixing? Why am I not being able to fix this? Yeah, Yeah. I'm so sorry. Because I'm going to tell you about this. Because I run into this in my chart. And this is what I tell all my clients. I'm going to tell you the same thing. It doesn't feel fair because it feels like the harder you try, the further away you get from whatever it is you're trying to achieve. 
Yes. And the frustration yes. level starts to build, and it can come out in very odd ways. I'm going to tell you, after January 24th, this blog mm-hmm. leaves. Uh, now, forever? <laughs> well, for a long time, <laughs> for okay, years. Okay, 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 okay. So, number one, the first thing I'm going to suggest that you do is be patient. If possible, be patient. If you are looking for a job, it does not mean sit back and go, okay, Susan said wait until January. Still put your resume out there. Make the calls. Push the energy. Just don't be surprised if you don't see the payoff from that immediately. Mm -hmm. I do Mm -hmm. think there will be a payoff for that, but it may not happen as quickly or as obviously as you like. You may not see the connection between I did this on Tuesday and I got the new job on Friday, which is what we all want. So this can be frustrating. I'm also going to say as a Capricorn, almost all year long, you've been dealing with Saturn being in your own sign. And Saturn is a Mm -hmm. planet of responsibility. Now, you're Mm -hmm. a Capricorn, so you know all about responsibility and doing the right thing because it's the right thing. And I will tell you, just a few days ago, on October 26th, it finally got past that place where your son was. It's been inching slowly, 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 slowly. Finally, a few days ago, boom, it got over the fence and it moved away from that. But I will say for most of this year, you have been struggling with responsibility in different areas of your life and different Mm -hmm. levels of responsibility. You may have been asked to take responsibility for something that's not your fault or not your job or, to be quite honest, not something you want to do. Sometimes this can be at work. You end up doing your boss's job. Sometimes this could be at home. You may have a relative or a child that needs something more from you right now, and you're struggling to to balance everything. You know, we tend to feel a little bit older when Saturn comes in like this. Sometimes we feel a little bit more tired because Saturn tends to restrict. And and up until a few days ago, it's been restricting your sun. And the sun is our vital life force energy. And so Mm -hmm. you may have just felt like, I'm tired, leave me alone, or, you know, that, that kind of tone <laughs> yeah. gets to our voice, you know, I don't yeah. want to hear yeah. it, you know, get out of my face, you know, yeah. well, it just <laughs> left, now, unfortunately, it Please. hasn't, it's, it's gotten over the fence, but it hasn't crossed everything into a new land yet, but it's on its way, and it's gotten over the first hurdle, so little by little, as it starts to move further away from your sun, you start to be able to see things hopefully in a more objective way. Little by little, you start to have a little bit more energy, you know, but you still may be feeling a bit frustrated and blocked at work, but you're going to have to put forward your efforts for the next couple of months, even if you're not seeing the immediate payoff. I absolutely think there's going to be a payoff for you later on but you may not see it right now. Up until, hang on, when does that, I'm looking at specific dates here because I never know what I'm going to talk about and so I never know what's going to come up and then when it does, I want to make sure I can give you a specific date. I am going to say, pay attention to, what degree is that at? Hang on a minute. To February 9th. On February 9th, one of the planets that has not been able to give you as much help as you would like is going to change and it is going to come forward. 
and it's going to come forward into your first house. And that's a lovely, lovely place for this planet because when it does, we start to feel more optimistic and we start to feel like we can do more. We want to be seen more. You know, Capricorn is not the flashiest sign. You know, people say toot your own horn. Capricorn is like my work should speak for itself. I shouldn't have to toot my own horn. They should know I'm a good worker or I'm capable of doing this and this. But you've got a planet, Jupiter, coming in to help you. So I'm going to tell you, Keisha, it is your time to toot your horn. Toot away. Yes. This is a positive, powerful time for you after February. I see you working hard. I see you doing a lot. You may even be overextending yourself. Don't be surprised if you're trying to juggle a couple of things. But I think you finally have the energy for it. These last few months just feel tired to me. Um, But that's starting to change. And by February, your energy levels are much higher, much more improved. And as that comes in, you're going and you're doing. And you may even um, be around. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, that's Claudia cutting me off because I could talk to you all day. But oh, I do have to pay attention when she rings that bell. I'm like Pavlov's dog. It's like stop season. Oh, did you have anything about relationships? Um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We're gonna do this very quickly. Where is that? I think more next year, after. More towards the end or the second half of 2019, I see you ready for something serious. Up until then, it looks a little bit more lighthearted. Either there's nobody there you want or it's something that's not serious. But the second half of 2019, that changes. And I do see something more serious coming in. Well, and I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm going to have to hope that's <laughs> enough. <laughs> but thank you for calling and let us know. Um, so now we're going to continue with November, or do you want to start getting callers? Yeah, um, I'm going to quickly – oh, oh, we have more callers. Oh, my goodness. Well, we I'm looking at the clock. Here. Where does this hour go? Um, yeah. I'll take some more callers, you know, because okay. I want to make sure I get to as many people as possible. So we're going to go for a Libra and bring Delphine from Illinois. Hello? Hi, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I am good. And what what astrological sign are you? Libra. You are Libra. Okay. And are you calling just for general information, or is there a specific question? Well, finances and love life, new love. Libra always wants to know about their love life. <laughs> Libra is ruled by the planet Venus, and it is all about love. I will say yes. it definitely looks like there is a lot of financial energy in your chart in November. Are you expecting any kind of check or bonus to come to you? No, not really. <laughs> well, I definitely think the second half of November – is better for you financially than the first half. But I see a lot of energy here. The sun starts out in your financial sector, and Mercury is there, and Venus is there, and even Jupiter starts out there. So November starts out with some strong um, planetary energies around money and finance and material wealth. So yes, 
I definitely see an improvement there. There's also a new moon that is also going to activate your area of material wealth, and that happens on November 7th. So I do think there can be um, a time around November 7th, maybe a couple of days before and a couple of days after, where you sort of take charge of finances, like, okay, I'm cutting out my morning latte or, you know, I'm going on a budget or I'm creating a daily budget for myself and this is how it's going to be. It's very empowering. And it's a good time for you to make any financial changes that you want. And sometimes that could be toughening up and saying, no, I'm not giving my kids everything they want or they get, you know, one nice Christmas present each. Or it can be whatever decisions you need to make that are about financial abundance and wealth. It's a very good time to be focusing on that. And after the 16th, when Venus starts to move forward, I definitely see maybe some financial um, sluggish energy definitely start to pick up. And so, yes, I think there's going to be an improvement there. I think there's going to be some nice changes there. I think it is not so much November as December where there is a positive romantic energy going on. Hang on a minute. Where is that planet? Okay. I will say, oh, wow. It looks like you've been having a lot of energy here around romance for the last several months. I will say I think the second half of November and the first half of December is very positive for meeting someone, for dating, for romance, for social situations. I would accept invitations because it's a good time to get out of the house and to do. And I also see um, between March in August of next year, some financial changes for you. And um, I would be aware of that, and I would allow that. And so, yeah, this time that you're, you're doing in November, you may see the payoff for this in March of 2019. Or you may see where your decisions in November take you in March, because I see some changes there. Uh, I see more about finance than love, but... Hang on a minute. January is also a very good time for romance and for meeting somebody new. And that will be a time that I... Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's all the time we have. <laughs> yeah. well, thank you for coming. Okay, so I'm going to ask you, Claudia, do we have time for another caller or are we too close to the end? Uh, it's We have six minutes more, so we can get one more caller and then you do the... Um, November. Wrap time. up with the sign of the month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who's our next okay. caller? So we're going to get an Aries, and this is Jennifer, oh. and she's calling from Canada. Hey, Jennifer. Hi. How are you? I am good. What can I do for you today? I've um, got a legal document that I need to sign, but I thought that, and it's regards to my divorce, but uh-huh. a Venus retrograde, would it be a good time to sign it? Well, normally I would say no, um, because Venus is going to be retrograde until the 15th of November. But Mercury turns retrograde on the 16th of November. So I hate it, but it's like you can't catch a break. Um, If you need to sign this document in November and you don't have the option of waiting until next month, which would be much better, I would say sign it between November 1st and November 15th. Because if I have to pick, 
I would rather pick Venus being retrograde for you to sign it than Mercury being retrograde for you to sign it. Although I have to say that's a Sophie's choice. That is not the kind of, of signing a legal document energy that you want going on. If it is possible to wait until December to do this, I would do it. But if it is not, then I would pick the first half of November. Because Venus has to do with love, and it's like going back to an old love and letting go and sort of finalizing that divorce. You may even pick signing it on the 15th as sort of symbolic of the end of that kind of a past and energetically kind of take charge of it and make it work for you. I'm really surprised, though, that this is coming up really in late October and early November because it looks like in late November and December, there's a lot more going on there um, legally. Does signing this document absolutely finish everything about the divorce? Or is there no. more legal no. stuff? Okay, that makes sense then. Um, because I definitely see more legal things happening in late November and all of December that are actually happening now. So if you want to sign that later and it's possible, I would pick December over November. December looks like there is a lot of legal things going on, both on your side and your soon-to-be ex-husband side kind of thing. So, yeah, right now, November feels as if there is an awful lot going on here about assets. So I don't know if you have finally settled on who gets what or, you know, ownership of different things or how assets will be divided, but... Uh, November feels like there is a lot of financial energy about how to divide things going on here. Does that, that answer your question? Yes, I think uh, November is when the assets will be divided, and then December, I think, is when everything gets uh, settled. So that, that would oh. be exactly right. So that would, okay, so if it's assets and November, great, because I think that's what's going to end up happening. And then I believe December is when everything else will get signed. Well, then that would absolutely work out with what's going on for Aries. <laughs> I will say um, November 15th. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I can't say it. That's all right. <laughs> let us know how things okay. go. Okay. <laughs> and sorry. Take care. And as always, I'm going to say thank you, Claudia, for keeping me on point and on time because once I start to talk about my favorite subject, I can just keep going and going and going all day. Um, I know. But I, I know. It's, I've been an astrologer for over 35 years, and I love it as much now as when I started. So um, I'm very thankful I get to make this my profession. But I also want to talk about Scorpio. You know, Scorpio is the sign that goes from around October 21st through around November 20th. And Scorpio's ruling planet is going to be Pluto. And this is a water sign. And Scorpio is very emotional. You may not know that because Scorpio can appear very stoic, even wooden. You know, although this is a water sign with deep emotion and passions, it is not a sign that is going to wear its heart on its sleeve or water up at the puppy commercial or, you know, necessarily break down in front of people. They definitely want to keep their sense of privacy. And Scorpio is probably the most private sign in the Zodiac. 
they don't share easily, and if they are sharing their deepest emotions and feelings with you, then you know they consider you as part of the inner circle. You have gained their trust, and trust is big for Scorpio. They do not automatically start out trusting everybody and believing in the goodness of everybody. They want to make sure they know what's going on, and they can kind of hold back and watch things for a little bit. But then when they decide to speak, communicate, share, it's usually very powerful and has a lot of impact. So this is a sign of power. Pluto is a planet that rules power and control. It's amazing to me how often Scorpios end up controlling a situation, you know, sometimes overtly, sometimes not so much, sometimes because that's what they want, sometimes they're stuck in that position. But I will say, if you know a Scorpio, one of the first things you're going to notice is that deep, intense gaze. It's like you just want to look up look into those hypnotic eyes of Scorpio and plummet their depths. Did I say this is a sexy sign? Very sexy. You know, this is a sign that rules passion and sexuality, and that's a very primal energy for most of us. And the fact that they keep so much private, it's like you just want to get to know them. You want to to get them to open up to you. But they do not spend a lot of time talking about themselves. Inscrutable is the word for Scorpio. But they will spend a lot of time talking about you. You know, they are great listeners, and they are wonderful catalysts. It's amazing to me how Scorpio will often just put people together. Oh, you know who's really good at furniture upholstery? You should go to this place. Or, oh, you know, I bet he would like her. Maybe we should get them to meet her. They just have a natural ability to act as a catalyst for other people. And so when you are around a Scorpio, you can just find changes happening in your life that don't seem to be that much of a struggle. They just sort of happen. And so Scorpio is a wonderful, wonderful and extremely loyal friend. You know, they will stand by you. They will do everything they can to help you. You know, they do not cut and run at the first sign of trouble. When they love, they love with an intensity that is with everything that is in them. But if they are angry, definitely that phrase about revenge is a dish best served cold, I'm sure a Scorpio thought of that one kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, They are all about tearing down and building up. And so lots of transformation happens. If it's worth doing, it's worth going to an extreme. This is like the phrase that should be embroidered over the bed of of the Scorpio. They don't do things halfway. They can go all one way or all the other way. They are not good at moderation. (laughs) They have to learn moderation. That sometimes zero to 100 is not the best way to be. There's almost sometimes with Scorpios this subtle aura of, of danger, you know, that clings to them and excitement. People end up being attracted to Scorpios without knowing why, you know, but um, they know why. You know, they pulled you in. They want you to be their friend. So if you have a Scorpio child, parent, whatever, you understand about that power. But they don't open up easily and they don't open up quickly. This is a fixed sign, meaning they can be very stubborn, and it can take them a long time to change. They can and do change, but you have to be patient with them, and you have to understand they need to do it in a certain way on their own timetable. But when they do, watch out. They can change the world. 
They have an ability to just help other people change their lives, and they can take their own life into almost any direction they want to. They can reach the highest of the highs. If they don't end up going down the lowest of the lows, as always, it is their choice. Every sign has its high side and its more challenging side. And Scorpio, they often have a little subtle aura of loneliness because they don't share that easily or that quickly. So be patient with your Scorpio and the Scorpio in your life because they need your presence. They may not ever tell you that, but they do. So, okay, Claudia, did we go over on time or are we okay? We're okay. We just got over three minutes. So it's fine. Well, that's not too bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> so thank you, Susan. And, again, everybody that is listening and that we didn't get you and you want to be part of the show, send us your information to CVU, C-V-I-E-W-1111.net. Look into monthly shows. Look for Susan Reynolds. And in there, you're going to find the form to send your information for November. We still have one spot for that. So, Susan, see you back in November. And I'm looking forward to having Ed with us. And let's talk about that topic of, for November and see how we can work with that. Okay, sounds good. All right, I'll talk to you later, and I'll see you at at the end of the month, end of November. Yes, thank you. Okay, bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.